This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All righty, let's go out to the guest line right now. Welcome in a former Pro Bowl quarterback. Played with the Patriots, the Bills, and the Dallas Cowboys. And that, of course, is Drew Bledsoe, always kind enough to join us right here on CBS Sports Radio. Drew, appreciate the time. How you been? Oh, I'm doing great, man. I'm uh, actually out, actually out in Boston currently, and hanging out out here. Obviously, uh, interesting time for the Pats out here, but uh, uh, you know, hopefully they'll uh, bounce back and, and figure some stuff out. Yeah, so you know me, I'm a Patriot fan, and I've now lost confidence in Mac Jones. I don't think he's been put in a good situation. But it feels like this marriage is just never going to work between Mac Jones and Bill Belichick. Well, it's it's tough. It's tough for Mac because they're not giving him a ton of help right now. And, and uh, you know when you're um, you know when you're playing that position and things aren't things aren't great around you. I mean, they were set up to be a team that was going to run the ball and play defense, and and uh, now it's looking like they're going to have to score some points. And I'm not sure that they're I'm not sure that they're quite set up to uh, you know to be that high flying offense uh, that that they apparently need to be right now. And last year, right, the Patricia Judge experiment, if you want to call it that, was a disaster. This year, you get Bill O'Brien, but don't have a number one wide receiver for Mac. It just feels like Bill has, has failed him. When you look at that, do you, do you see just Belichick continuously failing him? Well, I, you know, I don't know if it's, it's that. I just, I'm just not sure that they're, you know, they were, they were set up this season to try to just play great defense, run the football, and you know, win low scoring, low scoring games. And, and, uh, you know, now, especially with, uh, with Judon hurt, um, and, uh, their young, you know, superstar corner from Oregon hurt, you know, I think it's going to be really hard for him to, to lock teams down. Um, and you know, with the, uh, with the offensive pieces they have in place right now, I'm not sure that they're set up to win some high scoring games, you know? And you know what the standard was in new England and fans now aren't used to this with the run of excellence that they had, for 20 years, so it's going to be fascinating to see how they navigate this. Uh, Drew Bledsoe here with us. What advice would you maybe give to Mac Jones right now? Well, he's got to persevere. You know, it's uh, you know playing quarterback in the NFL is, is uh, you know it's it's hard. You know, and when things are good, it's a hard job. And when things aren't good, uh, it gets really really difficult. And what you have to be able to do is just show up, go to work, uh, do your job, and continue to push to improve every single week. Um, and so he's got to be able to do that, and hopefully he can do that without losing his confidence, and, and hopefully he can, uh, uh, you know, rise above. I don't know. I don't know what what's uh, what's in front of them for the rest of the year. I think it's going to be a tough one, uh, but hopefully he can make it through with his confidence still intact, so that he can continue to be a good player in the future. Everyone's wondering how warm of the seat it is for for Bill Belichick. Do you think there's a chance Kraft moves on from him at the end of the year? You know, I don't know. They've had such an amazing relationship now for, I think, 24 years. This is the 24th season they've been together. Um, you know, nothing lasts forever. Um, but, you know, Bill's still one of the greatest of all time, and I, I think it's, you know, it's pretty hard to move on unless you can find somebody else that has, you know, that has his, uh, his resume, and there's no other resume like his. So I don't know what the future holds for him, um, but uh, um, I know that this year has been tough. The last couple of years have been tough on everybody. You know, Kraft and the entire organization is used to being on top. 
and uh, and I know Bill's in the same boat. You know, he's used to being on top as well. And for them to not have their level of success, I think it's been really, really, um, you know, stressful for everybody. Talking to Drew Bledsoe, I saw last week you were at the Bills game, Bills Dolphins, and the night before you had a pretty cool dinner uh, with Dan Marino and Jim Kelly. What could you tell us about the dinner? That looked awesome. <laughs> you know what? It's funny, man, because you know, I'm 51 years old. But those guys were my heroes growing up, you know? And, uh, you know, I had posters of those guys on my wall. They were drafted when I was 11 years old. So the funny thing is that, you know, I go do that, and and I just turn into a 12-year-old fanboy again, get to hang out with my heroes. Uh, Those guys have always been incredibly gracious, uh, you know, to me and to everybody else around them. But, yeah, getting to sit down and have dinner with them and tell some old war stories is is really, really fun. And they're they're just great dudes. Plus, we drank some good wine, so that worked out well. Yeah, how's the wine business going uh, these days for you? Wine, wine business is great, man. We're having a ton of fun with it, and uh, you know we've got a we've got a uh, you talk about teams. We've got a championship team at the uh, at the winery, man. We've got just a great team all the way from the vineyard, uh, you know, through the whole process. And, uh, it's making that it's making that one a lot of fun, you know, because we just we just continue to try to get better every week. You know, it's uh, it's pretty fun. So it's you know it kind of goes back to football speak. I think our team gets tired of me talking about it. Um, you know, giving them a uh, football terminology, and uh, and they, uh, uh, but they're they're kicking ass and taking names, and we're having a lot of fun. Talking to Drew Bledsoe right now. Uh, what an impressive performance that was, Drew, from the Bills going into this season. People were wondering if they're still a, a Super Bowl contender. Uh, they have that bad performance against the Jets in Week One. The Dolphins red hot, and you just once again see how great of a quarterback Josh Allen is, and how lethal of a wide receiver Stephon Diggs is. You know, uh, Josh is very special. I mean, he's he's at the very, very top of the game, probably an MVP candidate. But the thing that I'm, that makes me excited about what I saw from the Bills, from the from a, the standpoint of the, the Bills Bills fans out there, is that they are now built have to put everything on Josh's shoulders. You know, they're running the ball more effectively. Their defensive front looks exceptional. You know, they were able to get a lot of pressure on Tua without having to blitz a bunch. And when you can do that, man, that's a recipe to be really successful, you know, for the rest of the season. We all know your history, and unfortunately you went through a horrible injury with the, the Mo Lewis hit. When you look at Tua, his concussion problems were well-documented last year. Tua is lighted up on the field, but mentally I wonder the toll that takes on a quarterback. Just not, not that it was a similar situation, but what you went through, just what kind of advice do you give to Tua maybe? You know, it, it's, it's when you're in the middle of it, you know, you're just focused on what's in front of you. You know, you don't really think about your mortality when you're young and in the middle of it. You know, my my deal put me in the hospital for, you know, five and uh, was out for out for six weeks before I could do anything. But all I was thinking about was getting back on the field. So, you know, it's something that, you know, you look back on it uh, as an older person. You're like, oh, man, that was that was a pretty crazy situation. But when you're in the middle of it, you know, you're just you're just focused on the next one. And and, uh, you know, you're still 10 foot tall and bulletproof. And I know that's where Tua is right now. You know, he's. He thinks he's bulletproof, and he'll just continue to play. But hopefully they have the people around him uh, that are going to make sure, you know, that that was the scary thing last year was they allowed him to go back into that game when he was obviously not in great shape. Um, so hopefully they have people around there now and, and all of these teams that are keeping guys from going back out there when they're in harm's way. And let me ask you about the quarterback, Drew Bledsoe, for a team that you wrapped your career up with in the Dallas Cowboys. Dak Prescott, big game this Sunday night on NBC in Santa Clara up against the San Francisco 49ers. When you view Dak Prescott, do you think he's someone that is capable of winning a Super Bowl in this league? Yeah, you know, I really do. And, um, you know, he's a talented football player. He can, he can throw it. He can run it. 
but the thing that, that that I appreciate the most about Dak is, you know, you watch the way that uh, he leads his team and you watch the way that guys react to him. Uh, he's a guy that is a natural leader that guys really want to play hard for. And there's, you know, that's one of those intangibles that, uh, that is, is rare, you know, where you where not only are you a good player, but you make the guys around you play better and play harder. Uh, and I think that's something that, that really separates Dak. You know, you, when he got hurt a couple of years ago, you saw the outpouring of support from, uh, from his entire team. And that just lets you know how well respected he is. And so I think, you know, and they've got, they're, you talk about a team that's playing great defense, man. They're, they're getting after it. Micah Parsons is just unstoppable. Um, and, uh, you know, I think that they're going to be in the mix, but this is a heavyweight fight, you know, between them and the, uh, and the Niners, uh, you know, that's strength on strength. That's going to be a great one to watch. And when we get to the other quarterback, Brock Purdy, the big debate right now, is he a product of the system or is he really that good in a franchise quarterback? Where do you lie on that in the small sample size so far? Oh, it's both, you know, they're a very, very good team around him. He's, you know, he's got another MVP candidate in the backfield with him. Uh, and that makes life easy for a quarterback. They're playing great defense. That makes life easy for a quarterback. Uh, but he's doing the best that, that you could ask for, you know, uh, within that system. Uh, you know, now is he going to go turn into Patrick Mahomes and, and carry a franchise? He's probably never going to be that guy. Um, but in their system, he's very, very effective. Um, he's very efficient, doesn't make mistakes, doesn't do any of the things that are going to hurt your team. Uh, so you start there first. But I just think it's a really, really cool success story, one of those underdog stories that, uh, you know, that we all fall in love with, you know, um, kid was, you know, was he Mr. Irrelevant? I think yeah. he was the last pick, wasn't he? You know, so you see a guy that was at the very, very end of the draft, um, you know, looking to be a journeyman and hopefully hang on for a few years. And now it looks like he's going to be a starting quarterback in the league for, uh, for the years to come. So it just, it's just, it's just exciting to see that underdog story. Last thing I'll ask you, Drew Blood. So I have to go into the college world and talk about your Washington state football team. You want to talk about a great story, Cam Ward, uh, we had him on last week, no-star recruit, FCS school to start, and now dominating uh, with Washington State and looking like a dark horse for the Heisman. What has uh, impressed you the most with Cam Ward? You know, man, he throws it different, man. He, the guy has got a big arm. He's really accurate. Um, he's mobile. He can move around. But when he's moving around, he's still looking to, to get the ball downfield. He's got his eyes up. Uh, and, you know, I think that, that team – uh, really has a chip on its shoulder right now, you know, getting left out of, you know, everybody else in the Pac-12 except Oregon State has bailed. Uh, and so I think they really feel slighted, as they should. Um, and so, you know, the entire team out there right now is playing uh, is playing great football. And there are a bunch of, you know, there's a, there's a lot of guys on that team that are like Cam Ward, where they were under-recruited, uh, overlooked by, by, you know, other programs. And uh, they're playing with a chip on their shoulder. And I think they're going to be, uh, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with the rest of the season. You also have to love all the quarterback play in the Pac-12 because the Pac-12 was disrespected going into the year because everyone was leaving. And you have Caleb Williams, Shador Sanders, Bo Nix, Michael Penix. We talk about Cam, uh, DJ Ungalai. We go on and on and on with these quarterbacks. Uh, it's it's incredible to just see the depth of quarterback play in this conference. It's really exciting, and and it also makes it all the more sad, you know, that – is the most relevant it's been in probably at least a decade, uh, and it's the final year. You know, so that just makes it sad, man. That uh, you know the the Pac-12 is so exciting to watch right now, and it's the last year of its of its existence, at least in this form. Um, but it's really fun to watch this year, and we're going to enjoy the heck out of it while we can. Well, Drew, always appreciate the time. Thanks so much for doing this. You be well. Right on. Take it easy. See you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 